2: Thursday's edition of To Every Man and Answer. Glad you've joined us. Looking forward to being with you for about the next hour as we take this time, set it aside every weekday afternoon to answer questions about the Bible from the Bible to help you be better equipped in sharing your faith. And so that's why we like to take this time in doing that. Once again, want to remind you, if you're in the Twin Falls, Idaho area, Christmas Eve, 7 o'clock here at the church, we're having a very short Christmas Eve service and uh, again, candlelight. And then also Sunday morning, we have church service here at 10 o'clock. At both services, everybody that comes gets the movie Jesus that you can take home and watch DVD. And we want to just encourage you to do so. Give it away to your friends. Again, this is a great time for evangelism, especially at this time. So we just want to encourage you to do that. 8888 88 Ask CSN is the number to call if you want to be a part of the program today. Because, you know, again, we hear things in church. Is it even in the Bible? What's going on in the world as you watch the news? In fact, people sometimes will ask you questions about the Bible or you have a question. That's why we like to make ourselves available. So we just want to encourage you to uh, be about your daddy's business. Joining me today, special guest and featured CSN speaker here in the Morning Times, Daryl Skinner from Calvary Chapel, Pearl Harbor, Honolulu, Hawaii, aloha.
3: Aloha, Mike, and aloha to all the listeners. Mele Make, as they say in Hawaii. This is a Merry Christmas, and uh, looking forward to another great program, being on the air and hearing from all the folks out there across the country and wherever else they might be, and just uh, getting those great Bible questions coming in about life, God, about the Bible prophecy, about Christmas, whatever it might be, and, and just looking forward to the program once again. I'm always excited here as we look to uh, to uh the Christmas uh Weekend And our, we're going to have a, two Christmas Eve services, 4 o'clock in the afternoon and 6 o'clock, and then we'll have our regular services, 8.30, 10.30 on Sunday. And if you're in Hawaii, here on the island of Oahu, love to join us. Come out and join us at 4 and 6 on Saturday or 8.30, 10.30 on Sunday morning we we'll have two Christmas messages, and we're looking forward to see what the Lord has. Bring your unsaved family and friends always, and let's get them saved, get them going for God. Amen. Mike, yeah, you know, you I tell you?
2: people all the time, I say, you know, I know that a lot of you want to share your faith with your family, and you're so afraid that you're going to offend them by doing that. Well, you just bring them to church on Sunday morning, uh, Christmas morning, or uh, Christmas even? Let me offend them for you instead.
1: Amen. Uh, so. Amen. <laughs>
2: You know, I mean, I mean, really, honestly, when you want to be honest with somebody and you say, hey, look, you know, do you want another five years, 10 years, 20 years like you just had? Most people say no if they're not born again. They're going to go, that was the roughest period of time I've ever been through. And so, again, Jesus offering the only hope for death for all of mankind. And so we just want to encourage you to be a part of what God's doing in these days. And again, These great opportunities, whether in Hawaii or here in Southern Idaho and across America, you want to take advantage of those Christmas Eve and Christmas Day services, because you never know, your unsaved friends, family, loved ones might just hear a message of hope that'll change their life forever. And so the greatest gift of all. Let's go ahead and go to the phones. We have Jamie on the line from Richmond Hills, Texas. Hi, Will. Hello. Hi, how may we help?
4: Yes, I have a question and a prayer request, and I wanted to let you know that I pray for your um team every day, and I pray for your health because you're so important to me, and I just appreciate all that you do but well, um my question huh yeah, my question, and I've been thinking about this for a while um when we are judged, there will be so many people to be judged, and I don't understand God's time, but how would that work because? Would we be waiting in line? Would we be hearing the others being judged? Or, I mean, can God judge us at the same time when he's judging someone else? I mean, it just seems like there will be, you know, millions of people being judged. And I don't—I just was curious what you thought about that.
2: You know, I don't know. And I've I've often thought about that as well. I mean, when you figure uh, the—in fact, the Bible says— At the great white throne judgment, the sea gave up the dead that were in it. Now, that's not talking about people who died in a submarine or in a boating accident. It's talking about those that died during the great flood before Noah. And when we look at that, I I, I realize that there's going to be this huge judgment. Now, again, we have to realize that when we're in heaven, time is going to be different than it is now. There, uh, uh, the Bible says that that God lives in all times present. He's Alpha and Omega, beginning in the end, first and the last, Revelation chapter one, Revelation chapter 22 states this. So I think time is going to be a lot different and the way we see time, the way we experience time. And when we realize that we have all of eternity uh, with God forever, never to die again, never to get sick again. And so I, I really believe that, in that that eternity of time that we'll all be living in, I think there'll be a way in which God allows these judgments to come. Uh, I don't know whether he does group judgments or whatever, but the Bible says Whose ever name is not in the Lamb's book of life is cast in the lake of fire that burns forever. Now, there's a false teaching that says, well, everybody's name is in the book of life. And then you do things that get you uh, removed from it. That is false teaching. Uh, it's very clear whether you read uh, Revelation thirteen eight or seventeen eight. It says those uh, people whose names are not written in the book of life. And the reason why that's important is then original sin is not true. If everybody's name is in the book of life, and then you did something, got your name removed from the book of life, then we were all born uh, non-sinners. But that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says we're all born sinners. All of sin comes short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. David said, in my mother's womb, I w- I, 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 in, in sin I was conceived. Understanding that, that we, we inherit this old, nasty sin nature from Adam, but when we get to heaven, it's going to be a different world It's going to be a different way we experience time. Uh, I think it's really interesting something else. When the Bible says, I have not seen nor ear heard, ear heard what is recorded for those. So we always think of something like in heaven of, uh, you know, uh, streets of gold and and emerald rainbows and all the things that we find described there in Revelation 4 and 5 and uh, in Isaiah and different places in the Bible. But it's interesting, our ear hath not heard. Now, I, I think about that for a minute. What does that mean? Because as an example, all the music we know is based on time. Two-four time, four-four time, whatever it might be. We're going to be in a different way of measuring time as well. And we, we even know, even science tells us that time changes at the speed of light. So as we look at this, it's going to be a complete different world than we know. And again, God's going to show us his greatness throughout all of eternity. We're not going to be sitting on some cloud eating angel food cake, but throughout all of eternity, God's going to show us his greatness. But going back to your question of the judgment, I believe that again, this will be all figured out. And again, whether God delegates it, maybe the Bible says we'll rule and reign with him. Maybe some of the delegation will be delegated to us. I don't know. But whatever it is, I know that um, uh, it gives everybody an opportunity. And I think that as you watch, as we all will witness this, I I believe that we're all going to see, wow, God, how gracious you are. And um, everything a person does, the Bible says, is written down. That's why when we become born again, God erases those things. He separates our past, our sin, as far as the East is from the West and chooses to remember it no more. Boy, I'll tell you, friends, that's what's important because you don't want to be judged throughout eternity for the wicked things you've done. And even though you die, those wicked things continue to grow and get bigger. Think about a person that's invented that uh, invented a cult or, or uh, has taught Darwinism or, or Darwin himself, uh, uh, teaching that kind of stuff. Talking people out of their faith, only to find it was a big, fabulous myth to begin with. And even today, if you really look at evolution, again, it's just made up. There's there's nothing to it. There are no transitory, transitional life forms living or fossilized. The whole the whole evolutionary idea is predicated upon these transformation of creatures going from one species to another. There are none. It's a complete myth, a religion about nothing. I saw a book one time. It says, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. I don't have enough faith to be an evolutionist. Very true. Your thoughts, Daryl.
3: You know, when we look at that bema to of Christ, probably we'll all be there at once and the Lord will declare uh the the awards that'll be given to us immediately i think about uh actually i'm a little more concerned about the marriage supper of the lamb when we go to dinner is it going to be a long line long catering <laughs> just kidding but uh you know you think about when the lord cast out that legion of demons out of the, that gentleman there in the in the garden of gethsemane and immediately they were all cast out into the pigs when god created the heavens and the earth he made it all within, you know, seven days and so forth, as we see the different aspects of creation. But he spoke it into existence. So I don't think we need to worry about uh, uh, the the timing of the Lord. His timing can be immediate, just as he multiplied loaves and fishes for the five thousand, the four thousand, and three thousand, and so forth, five thousand. And he fed them all there. Uh, it's, God has everything under control and organized and, uh, don't, don't ever think of heaven like you think of earth, like you're going to Disneyland, standing in line yeah. for about two hours to go on a ride. Uh, God's got it all worked out and immediately, I mean, he could stand there and immediately d- uh, just give out all those gifts at one time to all of us that are in heaven, those awards that we get. For for serving the Lord Jesus Christ with the right, right heart, the right attitude. And everything that was wrong is going to be burned up, the Bible says, the beamacy to Christ. So uh our God is awesome, He's powerful, He's omnipotent, and uh He's the Almighty, and there's nothing impossible for Him to do. And I think everything is gonna be so splendid in heaven. No waiting, no no hardships, no disease, no death, no devil, no sin. We're going to be glorified, these glorified bodies. You're never going to get old. You're not going to get fat. <laughs> You're not going to have your hair fall off your head or anything like that. You're going to be forever young, and it's going to be glorious. We're lo- so looking forward to what
2: God has in store for us. Mike? And it won't be cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you don't understand this, Daryl, being in a why, but you know, most of America, anything on the East side of the Rockies, right now, is it's brutal. I I heard w- the, in Montana there were certain places with the windshield that was 80 degrees below zero. Oh, my. I, I saw a uh, uh, dash cam off of a police car showing the blizzard in Montana and just incredible. And even here in Twin Falls right now, I think it's only 12 degrees. Wow. Um, so we're sending out an all points well, bulletin for summer, trying to find it, get it back. But uh, anyway, uh, so much for global warming. Uh, Yeah, yeah. just a myth. (laughs) I'll tell you, tell me what I got to do to make the earth warm up. I want to do that. Do I have to go open cans (laughs) of Freon? Do I have to build a carbon carbon fire in in the the backyard? Whatever it takes, I will do. It is crazy cold and wow. most of America right now is below zero, including many of the southern states. Right now, it's incredible what's going on. No global warming, the big myth continues. Okay, we're, Mike, we're we're feeling
3: it too in Hawaii. Uh, uh, got down to sixty four last night.
2: Oh, that's that's. <laughs> How do you live I'm there? About, I'm I mean, sorry about that. I, I, I gotta tell you though. To I, I gotta tell says. you, it's funny because when I was in Hawaii, uh, you know, it got down to like like uh, you know, 70 degrees, and all the local locals have their ski parkas on and their gloves on. And man, from Idaho, you're you're out there in a t-shirt and shorts, you know. So exactly. I don't know. But anyway, dear, I'm, I, I I digress. Anyway, I, I just want to say. Uh, Jamie, I hope that answered it for you. Heaven's going to be wonderful. Time will be measured differently. I don't believe there'll be any angst in waiting or watching or whatever it's going to be like we do now. Like, oh, hurry, I just want to get to the front of the line and get this over. I don't think there's going to be any of that in heaven because we're there living forever in the moment. And I think that's going to be great. hope that helps.
4: That helps a lot. And I have a prayer request
2: also. Yes. Uh,
4: I have... um... My youngest daughter, um, she's bipolar and, um, she's very, very depressed and having a very hard time. And she's not, um, she just decided one morning that, you know, when she was manic, that she decided she wanted to divorce and she's, um, mm. not taking, she's so depressed. She's not taking care of her, um, 12 year old daughter. And um she has an older daughter that has just been kinda of left her home devices and decided that she's my granddaughter has decided that she's gay and has a, a very bad attitude. But I just need, um, my daughter to, to she's trying different medicines now and she's finally admitting that she's bipolar. But I just I just know that God can help her and I would just like prayers for my daughter.
2: Father, we just come to you in Jesus' name right now and for For this daughter, Lord, as well as many that are listening and their sons and daughters, we just lift them up, especially at this time, and just ask you that you would minister to them, that, Father, that you would soften their heart, you'd bind Satan from their eyes, that they would see the great opportunity that you, Jesus, offer them to have their sins forgiven and have a brand new life. And so we ask you now, God, that you would bind the enemy, Lord, that they would be able to hear and understand the message of the gospel in Jesus' name. Amen. Jamie, stay in line. I'll send you out some books, some DVDs. Perhaps you can get her to watch some of these things, and also the movie Jesus. You stay, and uh, get, we'll get those out to you, okay? Thank you very much. God bless you, dear. Merry Christmas to you. Let's go to Jack. Oh, excuse me. Jamal, uh, Lancaster, California. Hi, welcome.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, hi. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hello? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Okay. My so once again, my question is: First of all, I thank God blessed me to get on the second of the hour. So my question is: Did Almighty Father God use the Maccabees to liberate the Israelites from the Syrians?
2: Your thoughts?
3: Well, that uh, the Judas Maccabeus and his brothers, they. Defeated the Syrians, uh, Antichus, the fourth epiphanies at about, uh, 160, was it, about 165 BC, 167 BC, right in there. And so that took place back then. So, uh, uh, and then of course you have the Romans to deal with as they came in and took over. And that was during the times of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, uh, so that's the, the, the summarized version of what took place. Hopefully that helps you out, my friend. Yeah. Mike.
2: Does that answer for you, Jamal? Yes, sir. Amen.
0: Perfect.
2: Good. Okay. Uh, and uh, you'll find the the Maccabean books uh, there in the Apocrypha in the Catholic Bible. Uh, they, I, I would lend them uh, at least the Maccabees to his, somewhat historical, not inspired scripture, as I don't believe uh, really any of the uh, Apocrypha is. Uh, but uh, there is some historical value, I believe, there as well as in the writings of Josephus as well. So hope that helps. Stay aligned. Send you out some books, some DVDs. With that, we'll go to Jack, Reno, Nevada. Hi, welcome.
0: Hey, bud. Hi, how may we Uh be? I guess I just got a question. I, uh, I got a concern. I was told the other day that my granddaughter and my grandson were worshiping uh, religion, and I don't know anything about it, and I I uh, I know you probably went over it before, but I'd I'd like some information on that, and I'd like to I'd like to know what what this religion is offering.
2: What religion is it?
0: Young young people.
2: What religion to is get it? Get
0: them attracted to it. It's all woke.
2: Oh ooh, no no no, really bad news. Your thoughts.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, if you're into what we call wokeness today, it's, uh, gonna be a way of teaching, uh, uh, against God's word. God said he created man and woman in the very beginning. Now the woke community says, uh, well, hey, you know what? You're not really a man, a born a boy, you're gonna grow up to be a man. You, you may be inside a girl and you can change your gender and so forth. And same with the woman, girl turning into, to a man and so forth everything that we're seeing in our society today is against god's god's laws of uh, creation and god's laws of uh, the ordination of marriage one man one woman today we're seeing it's uh, men with men women with women and it's all applauded and celebrated and and also uh, laws are established and so forth and this is just shows us the 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 time of which we're living in it shows us that what jesus said in matthew 24 and uh, all, also in Luke 21, he says it'll be like the days of Noah, it'll be like uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, in the last days and it's going to get worse and worse until he raptures us out, and then the great tribulation, seven years of tribulation starts. But those are just some of the aspects of, of wokeness and uh, and and uh, dishonoring uh, uh, Judeo-Christian uh, uh beliefs and so forth. So. It's, it's, uh, I don't know about this particular what they've joined, what they're into. We're just talking about wokeness. And so uh, I don't know about the woke church itself. Mike?
2: Don't either. But uh, anyway, uh, I can't tell you this anything apart from um, Jesus Christ and him crucified is whacked. So I don't think they're teaching that. So I'd have to say woke is whacked. Pure <laughs> and simple. Uh, again, there's only one mediator between God and man, and that's Christ Jesus. Um, and uh, any other path is a fake. You know, Jesus said in John fourteen six, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me." In that verse, Jesus categorically said, "Every other religion, every other philosophy, is a lie." Now, again, that's pretty amazing because people will oftentimes say, well, Jesus was on a great, there was Buddha and Muhammad and Jesus and and, and the Eastern mysticism and all these kinds. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, what did Jesus say? He said there's no other way to the Father except through him. So either Jesus is what he says is the only way to heaven or he's not to be believed. Therefore, he couldn't be one of the greats. And so therefore, even the world religions that would in one way or another honor Christ in that saying he's one of the greats is lying to you there because Jesus said he was the only way to heaven. So again, when we find these different avenues, different religions, philosophies, um, that's where you have to be very, 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 very much aware that uh, um, the devil, like a roaring lion, goes around. Seeking whom he can devour, and oftentimes religion is one of the greatest hooks that he has. Hope that helps.
0: Yes, it does. I just can't understand the attraction to, to those religions.
2: I... It appeals to the flesh. See, in other words, in other words, uh, it, it, it's, it's what. See, real true Christianity, it says, come to the cross and die. Paul says, no longer I live, but Christ who lives within me. But these other religions, and including some goofball Christian sects that are out there, saying, oh no, you can have whatever you want. It's all about you, baby. Just use your magic faith words. You want that new car? Claim that new car. You want that new reefer in your kitchen? Claim that new reefer in your kitchen. It's not God, I don't know what you're going to do with my life tomorrow. You may call me to a mission field in a week. So why do I need a new car? Why do I need a refrigerator? You see, but we're telling God what to do. Well, religions do the same thing. Self-realization, you've heard of that. Concentrate on the third eye in the middle of your forehead to find that inner consciousness. Well, you know, if you find your inner consciousness, you're going to find that consciousness lost, deprived, and in desperate need of a savior. That's what's wrong today. So whether you throw a little Jesus or a little Christianity in to that old self-seeking me first, full of pride religion, or whether you just come to the cross and die, as the Bible says, determines whether you will live or whether you're continuing your sins. So what's the attraction? I believe it appeals to the flesh and the devil's Underlying work is always to appeal to the flesh. And friends, religion appeals to the flesh. Look what I did. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I didn't eat pork. I worshiped on Saturday. I sold flowers in airports. I waxed my dog. I go door to door. All these different things. Look what I did. The Bible says, no good thing dwells in the flesh. Oh, that hurts the eagle of man. Because I'm a somebody. Well, we all are in Christ. We're all somebody in Christ. But without Christ, you're a nobody just copying what everybody else does, trying to work your way to to some kind of a meaningful existence now and in eternity when God, through Jesus Christ, has offered it to everybody for free. Jack, I hope that helps.
0: Well, it does. Great information. Thank you. Very
2: much. Jack, stay alive, line. I'll send you out some books, DVDs. Perhaps you can get these into your family's hands, because it's so important right now to understand the difference between religion, that junk that man makes up to try to uh, uh, impress God, uh, to show our worthiness, rather than Jesus Christ, and that's God reaching out to man. Reaching out to man. Such a difference. We're going to We're going to live one way or the other, and it's either going to be works of the flesh or a work of the Spirit, and works of the flesh always perish. Hope that helps, Jack.
0: God bless you.
2: Blessings to you. Let's go to Randy in Chico, California, I believe. Hi, and welcome. Oh, Hi.
1: How may we help? Um, I'm I'm, uh, wondering, what's a good response to somebody when they say they there's, you can't know if they're saved. Uh, my sister-in-law was explaining that I believe she was raised Mormon, and she didn't think that anybody could know if they're saved. Well,
2: if you're a Mormon, you don't know. That's, the, that's true. Because their religion is based on works. Uh, 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 tithing and perfect church attendance and and all these different things they do door to door mormon missionaries the whole thing being baptized in the temple and and celestial marriage and all these things you don't know but you see the difference between mormonism and christianity is we don't go to heaven because we're good or our works we go to heaven because jesus christ is good And we are are clothed, the Bible says, Paul says, in his righteousness. Like you put on a winter coat. You wrap that righteousness around you. That's what makes us righteous. And that's why the Bible talks about we have the assurance of salvation. Religion never offers that. They always keep you guessing. That way they can control you. We're coming up on a break. I certainly want your input on this. Uh, Daryl, and we'll be right back right after this.
5: So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. And it's true, the typical family switching to MediShare saves 500 bucks or more a month, which is obviously huge for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. There are 400,000 members. They've shared over $4 in medical bills, and it really is a great community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And here's the thing. If you join MediShare Complete right now, they'll waive your new member fees, and you'll save an additional 10% off all of 2023. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month of next year, but it's a very limited-time offer. You have to sign up before December 31st great savings great health care find out more call now 855-91-BIBLE that's 855-91-BIBLE 855-91-BIBLE it
6: all came down to the ultrasound and i saw this little lima bean looking thing
5: with a halo which i thought was incredible
4: a baby wasn't really in the plan for this young mom after seeing a halo on her baby on an ultrasound at a pre-born center, she was still leaning towards abortion.
0: I got to hear the heartbeat, and
6: I got chills. In that moment, I just felt God's arms come around me and hug me and tell me that it was going to be okay.
4: Preborn is the largest provider of free ultrasounds in the country, helping to save babies' lives and souls. To learn more, go to preborn.com. That's preborn.com. Or call 855-668-BABY. That's 855-668-BABY. All gifts are tax deductible.
6: My choice to become a mom and hear those little footsteps running down the hallway every morning is all because I had an ultrasound. It saved my life and hers.
2: back to part two of to every man and answer here on this thursday afternoon with daryl skinner i'm your host mike kessler once again daryl i know you want to invite everybody to church on christmas eve and christmas day give, sure. give us those uh those times if you're in the uh honolulu area
3: yeah absolutely calvary chapel pearl harbor come join us at four o'clock and six o'clock on saturday afternoon which is christmas eve we have two services four and six and then Sunday morning, Christmas Day, we'll have two services, 8.30 and 10.30, which is our regular time for Sunday services. And we're looking forward to uh, ministering the gospel and the birth of Christ and uh, celebrating his love, his grace, his goodness, his kindness, his great salvation, as well as uh, just gathering together as a family of believers. So it's a great time, folks, to reach out to all those uh, folks that are not saved, that may go to church once or maybe twice a year, and say, hey, come on, let's go to church. And get them there and let God just work on their hearts and bring that incorruptible seed of the Word of God into their lives so they would be born again of the Holy Spirit. Mike, I know you've got your services going That's on. That's right, what, what 7 o'clock,
2: Christ? Christmas Eve, Saturday, uh, Saturday in the evening, uh, 7 o'clock. And then on Sunday morning, we have our regular church service, which we're going to be talking about the birth of Jesus. And then afterwards, we're going to have pancakes. That's right. We, we, we like to eat. I I think we ought to change our name to Calorie Chapel. I I just like to eat. It's a good thing. Do you know in heaven we get to eat the marriage supper of the Lamb. So when we go to heaven, we still get to eat. Isn't that cool? But we'll never get fat. I like it. But anyway, that's a that's a very good thing. But uh, anyway, everybody that comes Christmas Eve or uh, Christmas morning, get the movie Jesus, the DVD Jesus. You can go home and watch it. Great, great, um, uh, a DVD based completely on the Book of Luke. So uh, you'll really enjoy that. And so going back to the phones, we had Randy on the line asking the question about his um, sister-in-law said, well, you can't really know if you're saved. Oh, but that's not what the Bible teaches. Now, cults always keep you guessing because that way they can manipulate you. They can work you harder because, see, they're trying to get you to work for something that they don't want to tell you that God's already given you for free. Not based on works, lest any man would boast. The Bible says, but the free gift of eternal life is through Jesus Christ our Lord. By simply believing, receiving, you're saved. You didn't have to join a church. You didn't have to jump through a hoop. You didn't have to recite mantras. You didn't have to 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 go into to some kind of a a, a, a meditation. All you have to do is just receive what Jesus did for you. Say thank you, Daddy. For what you've done, oh man, it knocks the wheels off the bus of religion. Your thoughts?
3: Yeah, you know, in the Mormon Church, uh, they don't believe in the Trinity. They don't believe in the deity of Christ, uh, and they have this interesting idea of a Adam God theory that Adam was like a god. They have in the afterlife. They believe that uh, good Mormon men will have their own planet, and then they'll have all the Mormon women. Uh, on their planet, plant, they can have a bunch of Mormon women on their planet. Your... And they're going to populate their own planet. Uh, so it's like perpetual, uh, uh, <laughs> conception, if you will, uh, sexual sex. And that, you know, you, you look at the lies of Satan. He told the same lie to Islam. If you, if you die in the name of Islam, uh, you'll get 72 virgins in paradise. And what what's that all about? It's all about sex and population and so forth. It's 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 the same lie, where the Bible says that when we go to heaven, we're married to Jesus Christ. We are the bride. The church is the bride. He is the bridegroom. And so this is against the Word of God. And, of course, then you have the aspect that you add to the Bible. And the Bible says, don't add to my word and don't take away from my word. If you add to the word, I add the plagues of this book, speaking of the book of Revelation, to you. And if you take away from my word, I'm going to take your name out of the book of life in the book of Revelation, it declares. And yet the Mormons say we have a completely different book we have to add to the Bible, which is the Book of Mormon. And again, going against the Holy Scriptures, there's only one holy book, it's called the Bible. Joseph Smith was a false prophet. Uh, he has a lot of fanciful stories. He names a lot of cities in America that can ne- have never been found or heard of. Uh, he says that Jesus visited America, you know, and, and he appeared to, to the Americas and so forth, which is never found in the Scriptures. He's full of fanciful stories. And I, I share this with Mormons because, you know what, we care about you. We care about your eternal destiny. Go to the Bible. The Bible is your only source of authority. It is without error. It speaks of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Jesus talks about it when you go to baptize people. Uh, Jesus is the Son of God In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God The Word was God, John 1-1 And there's many other scriptures talking about the deity of Jesus Christ And and uh, it's it's vitally important that you just get rid of the Book of Mormon Leave the Mormon Church And to be a Christian is to be born again of the Holy Spirit Go to John chapter 3 Jesus said, you must be born again He said that to Nicodemus A very religious man of Judaism and he didn't know how it was to be saved. And Jesus says, you must be born again. How am I born again? By coming to faith in Jesus Christ. Repenting of our sins. Repent means to go from unbelief to belief. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I believe, believe he rose from the grave. I, I believe that he's the son of God. who's the savior of the world. He's the savior of my soul. And Lord, I have faith in you. The moment you do that, the spirit of God comes inside of you, will save you, and you'll know you're saved. Your sins are forgiven. And, and then the Word of God will begin to guide and help your life uh, as the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart throughout your life. Then one day we'll go to heaven because Jesus did it all for us. He washes us with His precious blood. He atones for our sins, and He will take us to heaven. He'll be the first one we'll meet when we go to heaven. Michael, will hand it back to not you. Not
2: based on works. And again, the Mormon Church no believes Satan and Jesus are brothers. This yep. is not taught in the Bible anywhere, in any shape or form, nor is it taught in the Book of Mormon. Now again, this is a pretty serious thing when not even in the foundational books of the Mormon church do you find this doctrine that you're going to be a God yourself someday, that Adam is the God. When you t- when you pray with a Mormon and they say, Our Father, they're not talking about Elohim, the, the God that created everything that we see. Where it says in Isaiah 44, besides me, there is no other God anywhere. When you say, Father, and and you're a Mormon, you're praying to Adam, the one who fell in the Garden of Eden. That's right. Because it was part of the progression to become a God yourself someday. Well, you know, the Bible says we're never going to be gods. We are servants of his. We are his bride. There is no marriage in heaven. Jesus said, you err not knowing the scriptures. There's neither marriage nor given in marriage, but as the angels are, people are still erring today. By the way, celestial marriage, not in the Book of Mormon either. See, these are some real problems, and I've I've read the Book of Mormon. I've I've, I've looked at these different concepts in these different religions, and when I found in the foundational books of any religion, these, these doctrines that they hold on to, they are not in their foundational books. Listen, I would be really troubled with that. Because, again, we have to understand who God is. When they come to your door, they say, have you heard the, the restored gospel or another gospel of Jesus Christ? Well, it's not in your foundational book. It's in the Doctrine of Covenants, in the, in the Pearl of Great Price, in the Book of Abraham, uh, Journal of Discourses. This is where these, these ideas come from. And so uh, all I'm saying is this. If we're really going to look who Jesus Christ is, he is God's only son. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son. Jesus Christ stepped out of time and became one of us. He was God Matthew chapter 1, he shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. That's exactly the way it reads in your Bible. He's not a half-brother of Lucifer. He's God. And you find this all the way through the Bible, who Jesus Christ is. Paul warns, be careful of somebody coming along and preaching another Jesus to you. And that's what we have to be today. You have to be brilliant. See, I was raised in a church that though they had many good things about him, they, they didn't follow completely the Bible. And I had to step aside. It doesn't mean that you're bad. It means that you have to do what the Word of God says. And if all you're fed is pablum from, from a pastor or a priest or a, a, a missionary or a deacon or an elder or a pope, You need to know what the Word of God says to you. And see, that's what's so important. I don't go to heaven because uh, 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 somebody else is good. I go to heaven because Jesus Christ has covered my sins. Friends, that's the gospel message. It's not by works of righteousness, lest anyone would boast. And because it's not based on works of righteousness, then I have to realize that it isn't based upon me so I can know. That I go to heaven not because I'm good, but because He's good. Hope that answers for you, Randy. Yeah, thank you very much. God bless you. Stay in line. Send you out some books, some DVDs. Little book called Time to Grow, really important. And I'll send you a couple other little books called um, Ask Your Bishop. I think you'll really find them helpful in in sharing with with uh, your family. Stay in line. We'll get you taken care of. Let's go to Christy in California. Hi, welcome.
6: Oh my God, I just want to let, thank you so much for answering my call. I My phone is almost dying, but it was so meant to be for me to call because I just had an experience with my aunt and where she commented she would not, if she was between her and God and she wanted to give her life to, uh, for her sister, save her sister instead of God and giving her life for God. She chose the sister. So I. I I have mentioned to her that I, I I I made a decision to follow Christ, but be a stewardship with fellowship with my Lord, you know. And I wanted us to have it's important for me to have this unity with her, and it's important, you know. Um, and she walked away and and thought that I was trying to be superior to her. That she doesn't think about eternity. And my problem is is like I don't know. I was praying the whole time and asking God to give me the right words so I can get myself out of this one, so I can have her still be in my life. And she chose to walk away and not ignore me. And I would say, I miss you, I will miss you, and I will love you. So you be rejected by the world because you follow Christ, and I understand that. But one thing that I don't understand is that it makes it very difficult when your family is telling you, you're never going to make it, you know?
2: Oh, Christy, I, I know, I, I know, dear, I, I know. I, I know this, this is why the body of Christ is so important. Because I, I, over the years, I, I had I had some parents come to me and say, you, you got my kids all, all involved in this Jesus stuff. Why can't they just go out and smoke smoke dope and, and take drugs like everybody else? They were mad at me. I said, because they're going to live forever in Christ. You see, the, the the preaching of the gospel is foolishness to those that are perishing. Your thoughts, Daryl?
3: Yeah, you know, Christy, it's always difficult with uh, family, family members especially because yes. you have developed a strong relationship with them throughout the years. And this, of course, is your aunt. And it's very difficult when they reject the message of our Lord Jesus as you uh, become a born-again Christian and they have their own beliefs and so forth. I remember when I first got saved, my dad thought I had joined some kind of a cult <laughs> and I had, to, I had to share with him about the Lord Jesus. And he just thought I'd lost my mind because, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I, and I came out of the world of of uh, hedonism, really. I was living immorally and drunkenness and parties and at the University of Southern California and a fraternity and all these things. And, and he just couldn't figure it out. You know, what do you mean? You, where are you going? Yeah, I think you've joined a cult. And, um, but you know what? 10 years later, he ended up getting saved and you got to just keep praying for them and keep loving them no matter what. Even if they reject you, just keep praying for them and loving them. And as God works in mysterious ways, uh, he'll bring them to that beautiful salvation in Christ, but don't ever give up. And I know you get hurt. It's it's not easy when you get hurt or rejected. But uh, you know what? The Lord told us that's what it's going to be like. And he's He's applauding you right now for you standing up for him and doing a good work in his name, uh, you know, as you love them and you reach out with them with the good news, the gospel. Mike? Christy, are you part of a church?
6: Uh, you know, um, I don't find – I listen to church on the radio to, like, I have my schedule already about my lessons the whole day. And unfortunately, I do not belong to a church because there's no expository churches near me, uh-huh. and that's the kind of teaching that I'm looking for. You see,
5: mm-hmm. and so
6: it's been very much a challenge for me to get to a church and be among other Christians, you know. Um, and I'm that's why I seclude myself a lot, and and I try to try to be in that way with my family, you know, my immediate family, my husband and my daughter. But when it comes to my family, you know, I already know that that God. Is going to get a hold of them and it's it's her spirit but it is and i can surpass that part but the most difficult part about that part is that she 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 i just want to find the right words for me to redirect her to you know to come back you know because sure. she's obviously not there so uh, I, I i i don't I, what it, what is what happens to me, it doesn't matter anymore. It's what God thinks of me and what I'm supposed to do with that uh, that opportunity, you see.
2: Absolutely, Christy, and, need... and that's what real Christianity is. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks of us. It's what God thinks of us and what God says we need to be doing. Now, listen, I'll send you some books, some DVDs uh, that maybe you can get her to watch. Just, you know, just say, hey, I got this. I'd like you to watch it and tell me what you think. Uh, and and let the let let the these things minister to her heart, and pray over him and say, Lord, may you just open her heart and bind Satan from her mind, and and that she would understand what she's watching, what she's reading, because it's going to make a make an impact in her life. Because sometimes Christy, they just close off concerning you. You're you're too close in the family. They just do that. But that's where you use other people that are Christians. And this is where we also use resources that God has inspired Christians to write and do to give to our friends and family to reach out to them. So I'll get those out to you, okay?
6: Um, um Pastor, if it's a possibility that I can call you outside of this program by any chance so I can get wisdom from you, because I honestly, I don't have a, 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 a somebody that I can actually, and I would rather have somebody like yourself, you know, and um, and um, and it would be so helpful to me at this point in my life because I'm battling with earthly things that I no longer really want to be dealing with. You know, that takes the focus away. It's like the devil takes puts it on my life in order for me to take my focus again from the Lord.
2: Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. You you leave your your number with the call uh, call people, and I'll if I can't get to you, I'll certainly have one of our assistant pastors here call you as well. Okay, dear.
6: Well, okay, thank you so much um preferably you <laughs> all right well <laughs> yeah, stay on would... line
2: stay on line and uh want to get those out to you so you can get those into her hands, and we'll just see what great things Father, I just pray you give Christy the right words to say to her family and Lord that you would use her witness and her testimony to change the heart of this lady towards you in jesus name amen, amen. stay on uh, stay on the line, Christy. we'll get you taken care of okay. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you, dear. Blessings. Let's go to Randy in uh, Virginia State, I believe it is. Hi, and welcome.
1: Hello, Pastor Mike and Pastor Dale. Merry Christmas to you. Merry
2: Christmas to
3: you. Merry Christmas to you.
1: I'm very grateful for the work that God's doing through this ministry. I know it's very powerful, and I wanted to ask for prayer today for my 18-year-old son who is suffering from depression and anxiety. He has phantom pains in his limbs and ring in his ears that is not abating. And the symptoms are literally driving him crazy. He's becoming desperate. So I'd like prayer for relief of these symptoms and peace for my son.
2: Uh, is it a continuous thing all the time? Or, or is it come it, and go?
1: It, it, no, it goes away sometimes, but it's with him a lot while he's awake, and and it's really interrupting him, and he, he's just, as I say, he's getting very desperate. Okay,
2: Randy, I'll tell you something I'd, I'd like you to do. I'm not a doctor. I, I don't prescribe things, but I'll tell you something that a doctor told me one time. He said if you have issues in your life that are, reoccur sometimes, he said write down every day everything you eat, everything. And, and and how much water you drink. Just write it all down every day. And he said, when you write down what you eat, and then the next day you start to have ringing in your ears or phantom pains, look what you ate the day before. And he said that a lot of times you can find out that you're allergic to something. There is so much stuff in food right now. As an example, just personally, I'll start a little personal. Uh, um, I talked to a doctor years ago and he said, stay away from any meat that's been processed. And well, you know, I thought, you know, I'm going to get a hamburger. I'm going to go get beef jerky. I'm going to get whatever I want. Well, anyway, it was probably, I put up with a problem in my life for years only to find out sodium nitrate in usually cured beef, pork, uh, uh, sometimes in your meat that you get in stores, lunch meat things like that. That was what I was allergic to. And it really tore me up. But it wasn't till I wrote down what I was eating and then the symptoms the next day or the next couple of days that I was able to single it out. And once I figured that out, man, my life changed. And so really, we eat so much junk nowadays that, yes, I do believe it can cause depression. I believe it can cause terrible physical issues. And so we need to be very careful of that. Is your son a Christian?
1: Yes, he is. But uh, he, he is always wavering in his faith. But he, he does go to church with us, and he's, we talk about Jesus, and he asked me to pray for him. So,
2: Well, we'll, we'll pray for him. Uh, uh, Daryl, any last thoughts?
3: No, I think, uh, you know, we always try to approach things uh, spiritually. We try to approach things uh, uh, emotionally, the soul and 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 also physically and i think many things uh uh, we have to keep our life in balance in all areas and so when you look at your your sleep patterns you look at your eating habits as mike shared um i too went through an issue with my with my gut if you will uh over certain foods that i've been eating and so forth i had no idea what was going on as i had gotten older and i went and saw a doctor on it and we figured it all out and uh it uh, the 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 issues went away and so you know there there's a lot of junk they're putting in our food these days unfortunately you go to some foreign countries like italy or israel and they have a they have a long list of items that they will not permit uh to be put in their foods and they have much healthier food and so forth that you can eat in some of these countries uh Whereas compared to America, we just we just fill ourselves with uh, so many preservatives and, like Mike said, sodium nitrates and other things, and the other thing is you know just all the sodas and the sugars. But maybe you've approached all that. But more importantly, we're going to pray right now for your son, Randy. Why don't you go Heavenly ahead and pray. Father, yes. yes, Heavenly Father, we come to you in yes, Jesus' Lord. name, and we thank you for your. Grace and love and tender mercies, Lord. You love Randy. You love his son. You love his family. And so, Lord, may you just guide their hearts together as one, as young Randy, 18 years old, is suffering from uh, the ringing in his ears and the anxiety and the depression, that they can find find out why this is happening. It's an emotional situation or a physical situation, or it's a spiritual situation, Lord. It may be a combination. So, Lord, just give them the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding they need, the discernment they need, in regards to these issues of emotion and health uh for his son's life. We pray for your marvelous healing upon his body and upon his soul, upon his mind. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name. We all said amen. 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 God bless amen. you, Randy. Uh,
2: Randy, I will be praying for you. We'll stay in line. We'll send you out some books, some DVDs. But uh, really, man, really examine your diet. Uh You know, they put that stuff in meat to preserve it. Well, when you eat it and it gets in your meat, in your stomach, in, in your intestines, it don't do good things. So I'm I'm just saying you want to look at everything, but uh, that's uh, just what a doctor told me, and it sure helped me. I uh, hope that helps you. And again, um, uh, stay online. We'll get you taken care of. Okay.
1: Thank you so much,
2: Randy. Merry Christmas to you, and uh, stay online. We'll get those DVDs and the movie Jesus out to you. Let's go to Sandy in Hawaii. Aloha. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. How yes. can we help? Okay. Um,
4: I went to a women's Bible study last week, and we're actually studying Revelation. And the question came up, will there be people that survived the, the seven-year tribulation that have neither accepted Christ or took the, the, the mark?
3: Yes, Daryl. Yeah, the, these people that survive are those that didn't take the mark of the beast. They're going to be allowed to come into the uh, millennial reign of Christ. And of course, uh, uh, it's it's you know it's when you read the Book of Revelation, the tremendous depopulation will take place because of the plagues, because of the wrath, because of the the crime, also, and all the things that are going to be happening. Uh, you know, well over half of the population of planet Earth will be decimated. But those who do, those who take the mark of the beast, they have no second chance. Those who don't take the mark of the beast, uh, Matthew 25 talks about the sheep and the goats and, and thus they'll be allowed to come in. Now there are some scholars that do teach that only people who are believers in Jesus during that time will be allowed in. But I, I think it's, it's more expansive than that. And, uh, they'll be allowed to come in, uh, that uh, as long as they didn't take the mark of the beast. And in the thousand year reign of Christ, they'll, they'll have children and children and children. And, and then at the, at the end of the thousand years, Satan will be released after he's been bound for the thousand years will be released. And that will be their decision to continue to follow Christ, to believe in Christ or to reject Christ and follow in the rebellion that Satan is going to lead at the end of the thousand years. And that'll determine those who are with all the past people who are non-believers who's going to hell. And all the believers who'll be going to the new heavens, the new earth, and the new Jerusalem. Mike, I'll give it back Amen. to you. Amen.
2: And we're out of time. Sandy, stay in line. We'll send you out some books, some DVDs. Hope that answered it for you. As for Rick and the rest, please call us on Tuesday. Now, tomorrow will be uh, uh, a pre-recorded show from, I believe, Monday or Tuesday. And then Monday's program, I will have a, an older thing with uh, Pastor Chuck Smith at Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, myself on to Every Man and Answer. And so look forward to that until then. Merry Christmas, everyone. If know more
5: about this ministry or to receive a copy of today's program, please call 1-800-357-4226 or write us to Every Man and Answer, PO Box 391, Twin Falls, Idaho 83303. That toll-free number is 1-800-357-4226.